I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people truly believe that they can have what they want when they want. And in today's episode, Opie tells a story about the time this entitled Karen tries to steal Opie's dad away. Ain't that something? Guys, I hope you enjoy the stories today. Don't shake your heads too hard. And as always, you can send or link your post to this email right here. So I have Asperger's syndrome, and I also suffer from anxiety, which often manifests as a stutter. Now, I'm usually a very talkative and upbeat person, but it often takes me a while to actually get my words out. When I'm trying to order at a restaurant, the staff are very patient and sympathetic, as I get self-conscious pretty easily. Well, on this day, this entitled dad comes along while I'm ordering food at a coffee shop. The guy is standing right behind me with his little kid as I'm trying to order. My stutter kicks in and the lady at the counter is pleasantly helping me along. And that's when out of nowhere, the guy says, Come on, just spit it out for F's sake, we've been waiting for ages. Hearing him say that, I try not to look at the guy and continue on with my own business. I briefly glance down at his kid, who's starting to look extremely uncomfortable. That's when the dad says to me, My kid's autistic, you know, we can't wait this long. I respond, Yeah, so am I, so maybe you you should be a little bit more understanding. That's when the dad puts on a fake stutter and says, Just hurry the F up and stop being an attention seeker. Hearing him say that, I was kind of shocked that he was casually swearing in front of his little kid and making fun of me. What a great example to set, right? So I continue trying to finish giving my order so I can finally step aside and let this idiot have his turn. I'm also feeling pretty self-conscious again now, and I'm starting to feel myself turn bright red of embarrassment. I think the lady serving me probably saw the look in my eyes. Now, I've never met any of the employees here, but the woman on the cash register is and will always be my hero. Right after I ordered and the guy walked up, she began asking him loads of unnecessarily specific questions about what sauces he wanted, what extra things he wanted, but she was putting on a really exaggerated stutter. She said to him, Do you want anything else? And you could tell the guy was getting angry. He was standing there trying to get her to spit it out as well, but she was taking a full minute to say each sentence. You could see the cogs turning in his head. His kid was kind of laughing by now, and I saw the register lady shoot him a little smile. The dad then says, Right, you can stop messing around right now. And that's when the register lady responds, I'm sorry, sir, I have a speech impediment. That's when I got my food and headed for a table, but I had a perfect view of the guy trying to place his order and pay very slowly. It took no less than 15 minutes to finally get his order in. The kid looked happy when he was given a huge lump of marshmallows for having to wait. I'd like to pretend that the dad got spit in his coffee. I tipped that waitress $20 after that. I didn't even have to get revenge. A kind-hearted waitress punished that guy for me. Not all heroes wear capes, guys, and honestly, people like that guy are the scum of the earth. 
Like, who hurt you, sir? To the point where you have to go around and openly mock and harass people with speech impediments. Like, that is so freaking low. And I'm glad the waitress stood up for OP. That was a $20 tip, well-deserved. Okay, so I totally forgot this happened until recently. This story is a couple of years old. I rescued my dog from a pretty bad situation, and at this point, my dog Huck is almost 7 years old. I've had him for almost 6 years. I rescued him when he was a year old. So on this day, I was playing with him in a field that was close to my house. A woman saw us, and she starts walking closer to us, practically marching right in our direction. That's when I put Huck back on a leash and I start walking home and she starts following us. And I'm thinking, no big deal, until she starts talking to us. The woman starts screaming at us, excuse me, hey, hey, that's my dog. Now at that very moment, I didn't realize she was talking to me. Because obviously, my dog was not hers. The woman repeats herself and says, hey, I said that's my dog. I then finally realized that she was talking to me, and I tell her, um, no he's not. The Karen says, yes he is, come here Max, come here boy. Huck completely ignored her, he only responds to his name, and it's definitely not Max. Huck isn't really a people person, he's a one family dog, and he only loves his family. He's also friendly, but he's not interested in meeting new people. The Karen goes on and says, My dog ran away last month, and that's him. Come here, baby. Come home to me. She then grabs the leash, and I tell her, Lady, he's not yours. I've had him for six years now. But good luck on finding your dog. Let go. I start walking home, and she continues to follow me. And at this point, she's on the phone, and I overhear her saying, Yes. There's a girl stealing my dog. You need to send someone right now. The woman called the cops. I went home, and she followed. I told my mom, and my mom, sister, and twin brother come out. The cops came not that long later. I have complete records for Huck, including shots, neuter, microchip, etc. Once the cop shows up, this woman starts screaming, She stole my dog. She came into my property, and she stole him. I want my dog back. Give him back, he's mine. One cop manages to calm her down as the other talks to us asking, what happened? I tell him I was playing with my dog, she came up, started saying it was her dog, and then she followed me home. Now in retrospect, I probably shouldn't have shown her where I live, but I was scared and thought telling my mom was the best thing. Of course, the woman can't find proof that he was hers. Meanwhile, we have vet records and pictures dating all the way back to 2011. The cops told her to leave us alone and she left. But for the last few months, she was always watching us and she kept trying to call Huck over when he was off leash outside. He never went to her though and he never paid any attention to her. Honestly, what is wrong with some people, guys? And OP does share a picture of their dog, and Huck is a freaking cutie. And I'm actually wondering if that woman even had a similar-looking dog that ran away, or, or if she just saw how cute Huck was and literally tried to steal him away from OP's family. Because you never know, some people do do that. Alright, so I'm a surf instructor at a surf school on the beach. It was the end of the day, and I had just finished my final class. I had done five one-hour-long classes in a row, and I was covered in water and wet sand, so I just wanted to get the thing off me, and maybe go for a swim before I left the beach. I was in the surf shack we're based in, with my three co-workers, who we'll call Sam, Joe, and Mick. I texted my boyfriend, who confirmed he was five minutes away. I had already finished up part of the closing process, 
So while Sam put up the clothes sign on the door and locked the filing cabinet, Joe and Mick sorted out the wetsuits and put the boards back in their holders. I left the boys to finish up and went to the changing area to strip off my wetsuit. I had gotten down to my tankini when all of a sudden I heard a loud nasally voice saying, Excuse me, hello, service please? Seeing the boys were occupied, I pulled on my skirt and I went to the door. The woman did not look like a stereotypical Karen. She had long hair, a tan, she was wearing a bikini with a big floppy beach hat, and she had her daughter with her. Her daughter looked around 10 or 12 years old and just like mom's mini-me, but she didn't speak once during this encounter. I basically say, hi, can I help you? The Karen starts out with, well, you could start by putting on some clothes. Why are you dressed like that? Now I want to note that my tankini is covering about the same amount of skin as a one piece was, aside from a strip of exposed skin by my waist. The Karen is literally wearing a bikini with way more exposed skin than me. I activate my customer service voice and say, uh, I'm very sorry miss, Sam, can you grab me my shirt please? Sam throws me my tank top and I put it on and ask, better? Karen replies, not really, is there anyone else who can take care of us? I tell her, I'm sorry, my coworkers are a little busy right now, we're closing up. The woman says, fine, I just want to sign my daughter up for classes tomorrow. I start to talk her through the availability slots, where we can fit her kid in, the prices, and requirements. While I'm doing this, I'm gesturing with my hands and leaning over the counter to point some stuff out. That's when Karen interrupts me and says, I'm sorry, I have to say this, but you don't have a sweatshirt or something? You're allowed to work in a swimsuit? Now, I also want to note that it's the middle of summer in a heat wave on a beach. I'm still clinging to my customer service smile because I'm still technically on the clock and say, I'm sorry, no, I don't. Would you like me to carry on? Karen says, is there no one else I could speak to? You're making my daughter feel self-conscious. It's at this point I give up on being polite and I say, you're making me feel self-conscious. It's summer, it's a beach, it's a heat wave. Ma'am, I do not have another shirt. Everything that needs to be covered is covered, and with all due respect, you're wearing less than I am. That's when Sam, wearing a t-shirt and denim shorts, hears this, and he recognizes my tone as I'm about to snap. So he looks at me, I nod at him, and he jumps in saying, I'd be happy to help you, ma'am. My name is Sam. Opie, why don't you go? Karen interrupts him, and she looks to me and says, Do you think it's appropriate to wander around like that when there's men nearby? She then says to my coworker Sam, You should report her to HR. Sam says, Ma'am, it's a beach. People walk around in less all the time. Karen repeats herself and says, Well, it's inappropriate for workers to be dressed like that. Cover up. Sam then points out that Karen's wearing a bikini, and Karen says, Well, I'm not working. She is. Have some decency when serving people. It's disgusting. I say to her, You do know this is a surf school, right? And it's at this point Mick and Joe hear the noise. Karen hasn't raised her voice or yelled or anything, but they can hear the tone of the conversation, and they decide that they should step in just in case. Mick and Joe are both wearing board shorts and flip-flops with no shirts on. Mick comes up behind me and says, Is there a problem here? Anything we can help you with? And that's when Karen's eyes go wide. She looks between me and the three boys in shock and horror. And she says, why does nobody have clothes on here? Like, what's wrong with you people? Mick says to her, you know this is a beach, right? If anything, she's overdressed. 
The woman can see that she's not gonna persuade me to magically summon more clothing to wear. And you can tell from her eyes that she knows the boys won't agree with her. And then a thought hits her, like a brick to her hollow head, and she says, Just what were you four doing back there? Joe says, closing up. Karen says, I'm not stupid, I beg to differ. You're telling me that she's practically naked and y'all are wearing basically nothing. But you tell me nothing's going on here. Should I call the police? What were you doing back there? And that's when I let out a nervous chuckle and Karen says, Don't you laugh at me. I know what's going on here, you perverts. The whole time, the daughter's looking really embarrassed and she's bright red with her face in her hands. Sam says, You think think that and then he trails off and starts laughing and karen says oh sure everyone protects the office slut where's your manager it's just then that my boyfriend shows up my boyfriend sees all of us laughing and he asked is everything okay here my boyfriend then comes over and gives me a hug and i get the frankly genius idea to pull him in for a kiss in full view of karen she screeches some demonic noise that only dogs can hear and she stomps off with her poor daughter in tow And that's the last we ever heard from her. Yeah, guys, I just feel so bad for the daughter that was with her. Like, the only one making her daughter self-conscious is Karen herself. Like, this isn't an office-based Karen. I'm pretty sure a person running a surf school can be wearing swim attire. And this person comments, No, you're not making her daughter feel self-conscious. You're making her feel insanely and ridiculously insecure. Like, seriously, lady, you're on a frickin' beach. Grow the F up. Clearly she was nothing but jealous. This is so ridiculous that I can't even. I'd have called her jealous ass out and said, your insecurity with yourself is not my problem. Shall we continue? But yeah, guys, some people just find the stupidest things to complain about, don't they? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. So people have been asking me for stories. So here's one from when I was younger. Here's some backstory. This happened in 1965. Just for some clarification, I was 26 years old then. I'm 81 now. I had a pool party yesterday and I thought about this run-in I had. So in my old neighborhood, my wife and I rented a home in a community of around 23 houses. Out of these 23 homes, we were one out of seven with a pool because the previous owner ordered a pool when he had the house built. Adding a pool was around a $2,000 option, so many people did not get it. Now because I had a pool, a lot of people would try to come to swim. Now I was quite generous with my pool if people called first. And understandably, some weekends I wanted some peace and quiet. That's when a new family had moved in to the left of me and they heard I was generous with my pool. So the mom and her three kids came over in swimsuits and they asked to use my pool. 
I said I was tired, and the next weekend, they could swim, just not right now. I told her that she and her kid could go to the community center. She and her kids could have gotten in for around 25 cents around that time. And that's when she said, oh, come on, I don't want to drive all that way. Plus, I don't want my babies in that water with all those N-word people. Just a reminder, 1965. I say to her, I'm sorry, I just got off a 60-hour week, and I don't want to have people over, I'm sorry. Now, due to her racist attitude, I didn't want her in my home, so I was very dismissive of her using my pool. The entitled mom then said, oh, come on, my babies are hot, and they need to cool off. Just let us swim for an hour and we'll leave. I don't want them in that nasty community pool. Just be a good neighbor. Again, I say, no, I'm sorry. She then whispers something to her kids and they proceed to beg to use my pool and I just close the door on her. A few hours later, I can hear my dog barking and people screaming. I look out the window and the mom and her kids hopped my fence to gain access to my pool where they're being cornered by my dog, Cupcake. My Cupcake was a big pit bull, but she was a sweetie and always defended me and my property. I take the family out of my yard and tell them if they came on my property again, I would call the police. She also tried to gain access to the other neighbor's pools, and she was promptly banned from there as well. Guys, OP should have just called the police on that Karen, like, right away and had them greet her. People that can't take no for an answer deserve to answer to police. And I just find it so crazy how people can just break into other people's properties and use their stuff without even feeling bad about it. I'm 19 years old now, and this happened between the ages of 8 and 12. Most of it I saw myself, but some things I had to hear from my parents. So I went to school with this one girl who was the daughter of my mom's friend. Let's call her Bella. Bella was the youngest kid in class, but she thought she was the oldest, at least mentally. She wanted everyone to be like her, at least the girls. Horses had to be your favorite animal, your favorite sport had to be horseback riding, and you needed to like books and the other things she liked. Now, I did not like her. She used to pick on me daily. She would tell me that I was weird and stuff. Some of the things she said still hurt me to this day, and she used to call me fat to the point that I actually stopped eating until my mom sat me down and I opened up. Well, one day, she was picking on me and I stood up for myself, calling her a pig. She cried about it, and my mom and her mom had a talk. Bella's mom, who we'll call Karen, denied because her precious angel would never bully someone, especially not a simple person like myself. Bella stopped picking on me after that, and her mom started to eat at our house, like, all the time. We then find out that Karen's husband had cheated on her, and he left so one day she came over crying her eyes out. Not long after, my granddad passed away and my dad fell into depression and he didn't go to work for some time. This is where Karen saw her chance. My dad started to take me to school every day. And according to other parents, whenever she would see my dad, Karen would take out her ponytail and she would style her hair with her fingers to make herself seem more attractive to dad. She would touch him on his shoulder, change her way of speaking, and she would just do all the things that girls do when they have crushes on a guy. My mom's friend told my mom this, but my mom wanted to hear both sides, so she asked Karen. And Karen denied all of it, calling her friend a liar and saying she was jealous and that she wanted my dad. Now this was all nonsense, since her friend is already married. Karen would start coming over every time my mom had to go to work. She knew my mom's schedule. She would then talk to my dad or cry about her ex. During dinners, she would tell us how much we meant to her and her entitled kid. 
Karen would also sometimes talk to me, telling me things that I would now call her out for if it had happened now. She began to tell me how handsome, nice, and caring and how perfect my dad was, and she started asking weird questions, such as if I liked her as a mother, and it might be fun if Bella and I became sisters. I was a stupid 10-year-old then, so I was oblivious to this, but so was my dad. A year later, my parents and Karen were drinking together, and somehow she thought my mom was too drunk to remember what she was going to say. Karen basically said, my ex leaving was good. I've seen how much better your husband is, and I want him. He's probably already thinking of leaving you. My daughter deserves a father like him. That's when my mom pushed her and yelled, what the F do you think you're doing? After that, my parents avoided Karen, and we ended up moving houses. My parents are still happily married to this day. Karen and Bella were sued by Karen's ex-husband because they were still living in his house without payment for six months longer than contracted. Just when I thought I've read it all, guys, a Karen tries to steal a family. But I'm not surprised. Like, stuff like this probably happens all the time. But imagine being like a 12-year-old kid and someone who's not your mom just says, how would you feel if I became your mom and your mom could just go live somewhere else? Absolutely bonkers, guys. So this just happened this past weekend. My neighbors are nice enough people, but damn, they are noisy in everything they do. Now, it's not horrible noise. There's no violence, no excessive fighting, no swearing, car revving, no construction noises, just day-to-day noise. They talk loud, they play music loud, they have large gatherings of family, and they're all loud. It's just non-stop. To add to their noise, dad's a coach of a sporting team, and this is where the worst of it comes from. Where I'm from, we have restrictions on allowable noise from construction. So no power tools before 6.30 and no large machinery before 7 a.m. Most people use this as a rule of thumb for party noise, etc. Now, coach dad likes to put his kids through training sessions every morning before school. This involves plenty of loud motivational music, dad shouting encouragement, and a beep machine. The ones that go, beep, 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 go, beep, 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 stop. And it's loud. I mean, heard three houses away loud. Now this combined with flipping tractor tires in the streets, counting repetitions, and grunts of exertion all at 6.30 a.m. daily, it gets old really quickly. As neighbors, we've asked nicely to back off on the loudness, and we got a smile and a, that's not really possible, I'm sorry, as a response. The elderly folk across the street, the neighbors on the other side, and the neighbors behind have all previously asked, and they've gotten the same response. My son needs to practice. Fair enough. I believe in karma, and it arrives. Now, as I've said, they talk loud, and it's not possible to not hear what they discuss at times. Well, I overheard them discussing that they'll now be hosting a church meeting every second weekend in their backyard, and how important it is that they're good hosts, as they'll be on show for the whole congregation, and I can work with this. So I approached the neighbors on the other side, and we hatched the plan. Sunday arrives, and the congregation starts arriving. They're all in nice outfits, and they're greeting and thanking their host for the lovely setting. Cue my sudden desire to mow the lawn, slowly, on full throttle. Sadly, it coincides with the beginning of a sermon. Now, I know that stuff was bothering them because I could see the sideways glances through the fence, and I like to do it with music playing. And did I mention that I love ACDC, and it's gotta be loud. So I finished my raking, and at this stage, Coach Dad had put his head over the fence. He didn't say anything, he just stared. 
So I waved and let him know that I had finished and went inside, and then texted the other neighbor. Now they must have had a break in sermon because they all got up and did stuff before coming back sitting around in a circle to sing songs. Cue the other neighbor. That other neighbor races go-karts, and he decides to rev his engine, totally ruining the songs of praise. Of course, once done with the go-karts, the boat motor needed to be flushed. And he also likes country music a lot. Now I can't be certain, but judging by the looks we got in departure, we may have done something to ruin their morning. The most annoying thing is my lawn needs mowing every two weeks. Oh well, at least I can listen to music while doing it. Update, as much as we enjoyed giving them a dose of their own annoying loudness, we're not trying to start a war. It was entertaining to see them get frustrated, but we have a higher sense of respect than that. Like I said, they're not bad people, just a little bit entitled and noisy. The coach does good things in the community, I just wish he'd do it elsewhere. We've all spoken with the neighborhood, and we're banding together to send request letters, again and again. I may need to mow the lawn again, but hey, that can't be helped. I love it guys, giving a noisy neighbor a dose of their own medicine. And oh boy guys, I just want to say that I'm glad my neighbors are quiet. Like I couldn't imagine 6.30 every day just hearing grunting, shouting, whooping, tire flipping, motivational music when I'm trying to sleep. I am definitely not an early riser guys, and not a morning person. Let me know if you are. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. If you did, hit that thumbs up. And if you're not subscribed, consider subscribing so you don't miss these crazy stories. And if you missed yesterday's episode on the channel, it's an r slash I don't work here, lady, where a psycho idiot attacks OP with a chair for not obeying him, and it's wild. Go check it out if you haven't, and myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.